Hello, friends. How are you doing today? I'm super excited for this episode. This is the first ever live coaching episode that I have done on this podcast. So you'll have to let me know what you think of this format. If you like it, please let me know. I will do more of these for you. Um, yeah, so today I sat down with my friend and my client, Shanique, and we talked about some things that she was having a little bit of trouble doing in her business. And we just brainstormed for an hour. Uh, we talked about her target market and how to speak to them best. We talked about whether or not you should choose a niche, what that looks like, and how to um, create a funnel to streamline your social media so you're not just doing all the things in all the places all the time and getting <laughs> overwhelmed and confused. Um, it's going to be a good episode. I'm really excited. I hope that it serves you and that you really enjoy just getting some insight into what it's like to go through a coaching session. Um, and if you would like one of these sessions for yourself, please do reach out. I would love to speak to you and schedule um, a one hour coaching session with you so that I can give you that breakthrough too for whatever it is that is getting getting you stuck and getting you confused and so let's get you that clarity let's get you moving forward in your business with your communication with your writing um and let's do this so yeah i let me know what you think of this episode and i'm excited so let's jump in this is confident communication for entrepreneurs the place where we embrace who we are and use it to our advantage in our businesses we don't change who we are to fit the marketing rules. <laughs> we break those rules and maybe make a few of our own too. You get to set the standard for how you communicate in your business, and I'm here to help you do that. It's time to share your message in a way that feels great and is totally aligned to who you are. So grab a coffee and join the party. So the first thing that I guess, because I know that something else that you'd said in your, in your form because um, I was looking at that just before we hopped on as well, is that um, you feel you kind of feel like you're having you have multiple audiences. So you're not quite sure who you should be focusing on or targeting on. So maybe that's a good place for us to start. Like, do you want to just talk through that and then we can kind of think about that? Because I think that'll help figure out the next piece in terms of how to actually promote it or launch it or do whatever. If you can kind of figure out if we can kind of figure out who who might be the best person, so to speak, yeah. to actually yeah. focus on. So like um, before I rebranded, my niche was just Christian business owners. You know, it can be um, in any type of industry, but like that was my niche. Yeah. Um, and so when I rebranded, and I'm not saying that I stopped focusing on Christian business owners, but I had read, I don't know if you know Jordan Lee Dooley, but she like, she posted a clip that really just resonated with me. And she pretty much said like, our faith is it shouldn't be a category. It should just build into everything. Mm, yeah. And so when she said that, I was like, I want to use that. So, you know, I am, I'm still, you know, focusing on Christians, business owners and, you know, solar entrepreneurs and stuff. But I really um, like my target audience. I've noticed, um, well, my clients, they are mainly just like I do a lot of white labeling and they're in every industry, you know, real estate, financial advisors, wedding photographers, other writers, um, mm -hmm. they're just pretty much everywhere. And so that's what I mean by like, 
I I don't really have like one specific like target audience like you know yeah avatar that a lot of people talk about I don't really have that right because I just I mainly you know write for every industry and the thing is I love writing about all of these industries so it's not like I like one more than the other um and so that's where I'm kind of like I don't really know who my target audience is because I know that for this like service package it's going to be for um like for other riders or for business owners that want to do it themselves. Like that's yeah. not as much as I know versus my other two services. My other two services are one is one-time project manage or not one-time management, but just like one-time project. So like mm-hmm. let's say they have a need for just one blog post or yeah one page or whatever it is, they just need it for one time. You know, I think that would mainly be for other um, just business owners or somebody who's wanting to start something. And yeah. then for a second package, it's the monthly retainer. And those are my clients that I do a lot of white labeling for. Right. And we will never, ever be attached to anything. Like, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. one of the things about being in the copywriting industry, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like it's just like kind of a little bit all over the place. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I think that's probably fine as well, though, because like when you're, getting specific on your audience it doesn't necessarily need to be a specific industry I think a lot of people like choose for it to be a specific industry but I don't think it can be there will still be common things about all these different people that you can focus on that one common thing so I guess that's the thing to kind of figure out so you're saying that they're kind of more do-it-themselves people so does that are they more in the kind of do they tend to be like individuals like you're saying like solo solopreneurs whatever label you want to put onto it or are, or small businesses or are they just even bigger companies that just prefer to do things themselves like do you know that I would like well the my current clients they're like medium level so they've been okay. doing they've had their business for a while and it's like a marketing agency or something yeah okay. and um and they've been doing it for like I would say at least two three years so okay. they're not like just starting out yeah they're they're not completely fresh (laughs) yeah exactly um and I've had the opportunity to work with like beginners like you know wedding photographer who wanted to just like start fresh and new Mm -hmm. and um but it's mainly like people who've already been in the game but just a couple of years yeah yeah okay okay so that's one thing to then keep in mind especially as you're um thinking about launching it on your Instagram as well because that's going to impact the type of content that you're going to put out because beginners will be looking for something very different than people that are slightly more established right so that's something that's good to know so they're kind of small they're still small-ish businesses but they're a little bit further down the line they've been in here they've been in it for a little while so they know what they're doing they know that they need some help (laughs) that they they're not just they're not trying to do all the things all themselves but they're still not quite at the stage of completely outsourcing everything and just like hiring out okay cool so that's useful to know. And that's a good way. That's a kind of common, that is a good common thread as well, I suppose, because that's something that you can call out is that it's something similar to what I'm still, I'm trying to like, and I'm still kind of working on my own messaging as well, just in terms of like <laughs> where I'm coming at it from as well. But it is a similar type of group where it's people that need need help, but are still wanting or are, are wanting to do it themselves or again, are just not far enough down the line to have the the, the revenue to just say, yep, you just do this thing for me. Yeah, I don't want to deal with it. Um, something that I was thinking about as well is um, just kind of reading through what you've got on your website for this is, and I'm not 
like I'm just throwing an idea out there. You can totally ditch this if you don't if you don't like the sound of it. But um, is this almost sounds to me more like you're coming at it from a kind of consultation perspective, or you're kind of coming at it as wanting to be a like a copywriting consultant or a kind of like content consultant, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so maybe that's a that's a way that you could think about like almost branding this like this package, um, because. For, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but just like based on what you're saying and what what you've got on the website for reading it, it does sound a bit more like that's kind of like you're kind of you're coming in, you're checking in, you're doing these, you're asking them how things are going, you're wanting them to ask you questions, you'll give them the support and the answers and the feedback, and then they go away and do their thing, and then when they have questions, they come back and you kind of have this dialogue, yeah. which sounds a bit more down the kind of consultant route than the actual kind of copywriting route. Is that yeah? Do you think that's that accurate? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. yeah okay. I nailed that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that could be a way for you to then almost like uh, just to consider in terms of the 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 rebrand and the relaunch of these kinds of things is is maybe positioning yourself as as the kind of consultant and you can do one off like one off projects or like actual outsourcing based projects if people really want that. But if if that if you're saying like you're feeling burnt out from the writing and not wanting to <laughs> do too much of that all of the time then that could be a good way to try and separate yourself a little bit as well. And especially when people are searching for things and looking for people to follow or looking for people to hire out, that might help distinguish what you actually do for them rather than them going, so what, what, what is it that you do? How does this work? So that might help answer some of those questions up front as well. Yeah, because that's why I've been kind of holding off on um, just posting content on my Instagram because, um, I mean, I have posted like about my new rebrand website yeah. and the services, but I, I've like, I haven't posted anything beyond that just because right. I'm like, I don't know how to, like, I know how to do it, but like, I don't know what to do, like what to pick out, you know? Yeah. And so that's where I'm like, that's why I'm holding off. Um, but yeah. I really like that idea as like, um, coming at it as like a, a consultant perspective. Um, yeah. And that terminology is going to help like set yourself apart from the people that are looking for the beginner help as well because people yeah. that are just starting out are like I can't hire a consultant I mean, this is way too early so it's just not something right. that's on their radar whereas when people are kind of stepping into that they've been in here two three years they're making decent profit and they're kind of getting things figured out it's like maybe it's time to yeah like go to that next level so almost it sounds it sounds fancier than it sounds fancier than it is as do a lot of things but like it does yeah. it does kind of set yourself in like that next tier of um like support that people could be looking for rather than just like the classic how-to stuff so yeah it, yeah it would help make sure you're kind of targeting the right people I guess like the like what kind of content or not content but like the freebies and stuff like I that's where I want like I'm trying to figure out okay like what kind of free freebies should I put out there what um digital products because I really do want to do that I I like that as being like a um, passive income, you know, like just me not having to constantly worry about like, con like just putting my stuff out there all the time versus yeah. just, like having it like be a flow. Um, yeah. I don't know if like what they would need, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, a good place to start, I'll always suggest is like asking past clients as well. So like the clients that, that are really like the ideal people for what you're looking for, for the future. I would just send them like a message or an email and be like, hey, I'm just curious, like <laughs> I want to start putting some like trainings out there or so either some free or some like 
cheap paid things out there? What kind of things would you have found helpful based on like the work that we did together and see what they come up, come up with? Cause it, you yeah. may, they may not know and that's fine, but you may find that they're like, oh, well, actually, if you had done this thing, that would have been super, super helpful. And like, and think about the conversations that you're having. Cause you're saying that like a lot of people are coming to you and asking, how did, how do I do this? Or how do we do these things? Or like how I need help with this particular thing. So you can see that there'll be patterns in some of those things that people are asking you. Yeah that you could then create training around. So um, like one of the things that you were saying was like, oh, like how do I, you, and I know that you don't really do website stuff as much anymore, but like you were saying, how people were last asking you like, how do I put together a website? So it's like, that could be a small thing that you could put together, that kind of thing. Like, well, like, like here's, how, here's how to put together a website or whatever it is. Because I've noticed that a lot of people um, like just come to me like, and I see that they're so disorganized. And then I go in and organize everything, you know, like the project yeah. management out of me, like goes in, organizes everything. And then I'm like, okay, now you can, this is where you can start writing for this paragraph, paragraph. And like, and so I'm kind of thinking like maybe doing like a freebie or a digital product that consists of just like organizing your files or not your yeah. files, but just like organizing your writing. Because I think I, that yeah. would help them get clarity and then they can then see like, okay, this is the part that I really do need help with. Because yeah. you know, a lot of people come to, I feel like, at least for me, they come saying like, well, how do you write a website or how do you write a social media caption or something? And yeah, it's, they have for it, you know, like, it's not like they don't have the words or the talent for it, but I think a lot of them don't know just like how the, to organize. The process. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that would be a, would be a great thing. And considering, again, that you are trying to um, focus more on this kind of consultant slash project management support as well, then anything around that would be super useful for people. Because then if they're interested in like the free things or like a cheap like $50 course or, you know, you know, whatever it is that you end up putting together, then those are people that are like, OK, like you've, you, they've taken a bite <laughs> and it's yeah. okay. You you can do this yourself, but do you want to just pass some of this off? Let's exactly. chat. So that would be a really good way to funnel people into that package. Um, so yeah, anything around and and I'm seeing so like one of the things that you include is like um a project management tool. So do you is that um something that you like will show them how to set it up like if they were working together with you to do this um yeah. thing because um, that would be a really good training. <laughs> yeah, I. I love like using Asana and ClickUp and mm-hmm. you know, like I've used Notion and Monday and all these other ones. And, um, and for instance, one of my clients, um, she transferred over to ClickUp and I see that she's not using it to her full potential. And there's so much you can do with this. Come on, you know? Yeah. Um, and so like, I wouldn't mind like helping them set it up, letting them know, like organizing it by color or whatever it is that they needed. And, um, you know, giving them that training or just setting them up themselves. I mean, I don't really want to do automation. Like I'm not. Yeah. Because I've, I've been a VA before, before being a copywriter, I did the VA thing and I, yeah, a lot of like, um, setting up like the Psato and HoneyBook and all of these things. And it's fun, but it's like, not really my thing. You know, I, I, I like keeping people organized, but I'm not there to just like constantly like, um, like, making sure that the technical side of things are constantly working like that yeah. to me it's like no I don't yeah. <laughs> I have a desire for that yeah yeah that's fair so maybe something that you could then an approach that you could take is showing 
and this is this would be some good content ideas as well is is showing how to use these project management tools for writing projects so that kind of keeps it focused to the things that you're helping them with so you're not going down like the like you're saying the automation route and all the kind of deep tech back-end stuff where it's yeah, just like nope let someone else yeah. do that but just in terms of like you know how to like 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 how you could use a Trello board to brainstorm your content ideas or something like that yeah. um and so you could create content out of that and even and you could even create some like cheap courses on how to set those up optim optimally and you could provide people with the templates or things like that as well so there's lots of things in there that you could do that give people like a little bit of help they can trade you and give you some money for it and then yeah. if that if that's the something where they're like wow yeah i really needed this help then it's like hey let's chat <laughs> you can yeah. add some one-to-one -one help too so yeah. yeah that would be a really good idea i like that a lot let me see what else is on your site about this i'm just like looking through all these bullet points and let's see seeing where my brain <laughs> takes me with some with ideas <laughs> something to think about considering the level of people that you're trying to target at is the is the seo side of things as well um, because that's something that is, again, unless beginner people are, or people in early or the earlier stages of their business, unless they're exclusively using like SEO based platforms or they're like in an, an, in a niche that requires them to know about SEO, nobody cares about SEO at that stage of their business. It's just not, it's not yeah. something that we think about. Even I, I mean, like I was just like, no, SEO is not a thing that I care about. And now even me, so I'm kind of like too two-ish years like same kind of you and it's like okay now it's time to start thinking about seo yeah. so like so if if you've already got that expertise um even if it's like again just a couple steps ahead of other people rather than like you know you don't need to be top tier seo professional but even just a right. few steps ahead of people then being able to do some education or support on seo stuff would be a really a good potential um either freebie thing or like low-cost training thing as well because yeah, I think especially as people are moving into that, like they've they've gone through their first few years. Maybe there's maybe they still want to be on social media, but they're like, OK, <laughs> my business does need to exist outside of Instagram. And exactly. like and especially as they then begin to think about maybe hiring teams or taking things up to the next level, like SEO does become like the, the game changer for so much of this stuff. Exactly. And people do not know how to how to work it well which is why seo people get paid very well for what they do <laughs> yeah yeah it is a little bit complicated i mean there's a lot of free courses like already like on like hubspot and stuff and yeah um but it can be complicated and a lot of people just don't even want to think about it <laughs> yeah yeah well and a lot of people don't always know that these free things exist so even just being able to signpost to people would be quite like would show that you're you know what you're talking about as well. Just like, hey, did you know that there's a free SEO course over there? If you need this kind of yeah. thing, go that way. You know, because that that people get like find that immensely valuable as well. Just being able to be signposted to different places because there's not all. I don't think there's enough of that. I feel like everybody's a bit not like we're intentionally selfish, but I feel like it's like, oh, if it's not my thing, I don't want to tell people about it. But sometimes yeah. it's very helpful to be like, no, they've got a really great thing. <laughs> go have a look at it. It'll be super helpful. And then we can chat about it if you want some extra help, right? Like come back to yeah. me, we'll chat through it, but go look exactly. at that thing first, right? Yeah, I, I really love that idea that, you know, talking about SEO and um, just like putting that kind of content out there, I think it will definitely not like necessarily steer away like the beginners, but you know, yeah. you'll, you'll see like, or at least I'll get to see really who is it that really needs this stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I really like that idea. and. um 
And another thing that I was thinking of launching because I've been, you know, personal life, like I'm uh, right now, like preparing to do like a wedding ceremony and stuff like that. And so I've just been really intrigued by the wedding industry. Like it's insane Mm -hmm. how, like how big it is, you know? Um, And so I don't know if, and I also like talking about finance and stuff like that. So my thing is, should I steering into a more specific industry or still keep it open? I think it really is personal preference to to a degree because like there are so many copywriters that are very successful without without they say without niching they will have some type of like a bit of a niche but like whether it's like oh we're going to focus on web copy or social media stuff or whatever it is but not everybody does um but and I think I think when people do it's either because like a they want to I mean I mean niching will be will mean you can kind of charge a bit more which is always a nice thing mm-hmm. um but I think part of it is personal preference like my, most of the times when I I've never with my writing I never really kind of went into much of a niche other than just like I would not seek out to work with companies because I just didn't like like I I, I worked with a few companies and I hated it I was like oh my gosh this is like not the experience yeah I always the most working with companies like yeah that are more than just like four people and like I don't know like I think like I'm currently working with a small company and it's working out really nicely but it's so much slower than just working with like individuals where it's like you know start to finish and you're done in like six weeks because they just there's just one person and they just want to get on with it and it's great um companies there's just more moving parts so it takes longer and so for me it's just like no I just want to I can't deal with this so like it's not so much like it's it's not a niche that I've necessarily broadcasted but it's just been a personal preference where I've not chosen to pursue those projects or reached out to those people or passed them on to other people if they've come my way those kinds of things um so yeah that's a very long-winded long-winded way of saying (laughs) it's kind of your choice whether you want to niche or not um and I think like what it what it'll come down to is whether you're gonna be like are you gonna enjoy if you just focus in on the wedding industry or are you gonna feel like you're missing out by doing these other things And and it's kind of hard to to answer, <laughs> but I think that's really what it's going to come down to is thinking through that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I definitely have to like do some thinking on that or maybe take on one or two more clients that are in that industry and see how that feels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because it's like, it's really hard to tell. And like I said, I'm such a multi-passionate. I think yeah. knowing myself, like I would probably feel really restricted in start wandering like what it would be like to work with these other people and these yeah yeah the 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 one thing that I could definitely see a clear benefit for though is because it's if if SEO because you're you are helping people with SEO a little bit at least yeah and if you're focused on one industry you're going to know the SEO keywords for that industry a lot better so that's going to be a quicker process for you because you're not going to have to start from scratch with every new industry that you're working with. It's like, okay, now we're in this industry. <laughs> like we've got yeah. to go do a whole bunch of SEO research to figure out what people want for this thing. Whereas if you're just in one industry, you kind of, you've got that foundation because you're, you already have done that research before. So it'll just be like topping up for their particular, like individual needs rather than like yeah. the industry in general. So I could see that being beneficial just because you'll have much more knowledge about, about an industry for that. Um, which saves you time and um, which means your money can then go further because you could charge the same amount and but yeah. you're spending less time on the research portion so it becomes more valuable to you yeah so that's something I would think about as well um but yeah I'm just thinking like when and just because I'm curious so you're saying wedding industry I'm just curious like would you would you 
because wedding is still very broad as a niche as well, yeah. right? So I, I'm just thinking like that would still, if, if you did focus in on that, that would still give you a lot of variety because you could work with venues, you could work with the food people, you could work with like the decorations and dresses and flowers. What else? I, I'm like everything. You could yeah. even do jewelry as well. Like you, there's a lot of different like options within wedding. <laughs> yeah, because like I'm, I've been inquiring for, to like caterers and wedding photographers and you know um, planners, and I'll look at their website. I'm like, you guys need to update this, or you need to do a little bit better. And then you know, or if they show me their Instagram, I'm like, you guys can do better with your social media captions. You know, I'm not trying to be a snob yeah. about it or anything, but like I start thinking of ways yeah. to help them. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know, like if it, like you said, there's just so many different vendors within mm -hmm. the wedding industry that, you know, maybe that would just keep me really into. And, you know, I wouldn't really be wandering about these other industries. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and again, they're all they're all so different, but they're they do have that common denominator. So, again, there's a lot of knowledge that you can draw on, which will yeah. make you like much better at what you're doing and then better in their eyes because it's like oh, look, you've got all this experience in our industry you know you know what we're dealing with <laughs> right yeah so that yeah it'd definitely be something to consider but again I think it just it does come down to like what what you want I think like having some type of niche down like some type of niche is yet is useful but like we were talking about earlier I think it can just be based on other characteristics rather than a specific industry if you yeah. like really want to commit to just keeping it open yeah. but you just need to have that one common thing but if that common thing is you want to work with wedding industries then go and in the wedding industry go for it right <laughs> because I think so if like let's just say hypothetical like I did go into like the wedding industry and would write you know blog posts web copy whatever it is social media captions mm -hmm. I don't think they would they would more likely benefit from the one-time project versus like the monthly retainer and the ongoing yeah. support um yeah because i don't think because their industry is very much like time consuming and i doubt that they would want to spend months working on something you know um yeah that is true and, and so that's the thing and i'm like if i'm trying to steer away from the one-time project um package then you know i need to find an industry that would be willing to do the project management and yeah the monthly retainer yeah so let's think about that then for a minute so if you're if that's that's this is the focus that you're trying to go towards what kind what is like in your mind the ideal person for this package like just taking all of the like all of the specifics that you have in your head out of it it's kind of hard to think about but like I think if you can spend some time figuring out who this would be really helpful for that would then help you figure out who to target like what kind of what kind of person or what kind of business would most benefit from this because I think you're right like there are definitely some industries or certain categories where that's not going to be as useful because they're just not going to find it as beneficial um but that kind of consultation support might be more beneficial for for companies which you're maybe saying you don't want to work with yeah that's the kind of thing where they when they've got a lot of stuff going on agencies could probably be a good a good yeah. direction for something like that that maybe just needs some support managing everything or kind of keeping tabs on everything so like agencies yeah. might be a, a route that you could go down yeah because right now like my two monthly retainers um I'm doing copywriting for them I'm not necessarily doing any like project management but they are like smaller businesses marketing agencies like they right. are marketing agencies and yeah so um 
and they just contract me out because they're like, we need extra hands, you know? Yeah. So I think people like them would probably benefit. Um, just like you said, like agencies would probably benefit from mm-hmm. like the monthly retainers and the project management um, role. I don't know if, because, you know, on my package, on my website, I mentioned um, like a support, like checking in every time. Yeah. And if they're, I guess if they need the help, I don't know if they would need somebody to do also do the writing part, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that is true. I, the only thing is doing that would categorize me in other people's eyes as a VA. Right. And I've seen it happen a lot with the OBMs being tackled or not talk, tackled on, but, you know, OBMs being called VAs or giving given a task of a VA task, you know, like. Right. And it's just like, I'm not a VA. Like, you can't pay yeah. me at the VA level, you know. Um, that's true. And so that's where I'm I'm trying to steer away from that. And yeah, I can see that happening so much because a lot of people don't even know, like, the difference between a VA and an OBM. And, and I mean, I think it's, I think part of it would just be like you setting boundaries with people. And I think you'd be able to do that. So if you were working with agencies and they're like, oh, we just want to pass you a whole bunch of writing stuff to you. It's like, no, that's not what I'm here for. <laughs> like, yeah, we could do a separate agreement if you really want that, but it's not part of this package or like here, right. let's refer someone to, to do this part for you as well. Like, like, and maybe that's something just like thinking long-term um, that you could even like if you're wanting to focus in on the project management side is like it almost sounds like the beginnings of your own kind of agency so that's something that you could even think about like way down like wait not super way yeah. down the road, but like not right now but just something to shelve for later though like if that because yeah. it would be because people would find that kind of thing beneficial right it's like oh you know I do need yeah. I do need the kind of support and to just help organize all these things but I do also need I need someone to do the writing. It's like, okay, well, I have someone that can do the writing. Oh, well, I need someone that can do graphics. Okay, well, I have someone that can do graphics. Mm-hmm. And like, like just keeping that in the back of your mind, maybe for the future would be something that like you could potentially grow into um, because it's something that could grow up, grow up as you, like, as you target these kind of like medium, medium term businesses, the people that are a little bit more established, they're getting there, but then they're going to grow. And as they grow, they're going to eventually want to start outsourcing stuff. And so maybe that's then the time where you're like, well, actually, like, yeah. let's just do all of this together. You want to just come through me and I will get everything done for you. So it's just something to think about for the future, but not not for now. Yeah. <laughs> Focus on other things right now. And as a as multi-passionate person, like, we'll just create a shelf of future yeah. ideas. Created that would be actually like a good just for fun because again Instagram you're allowed to have fun and just talk about your own things in there but you could even yeah. have like something about how you like use these project management tools just to organize your own brain <laughs> as a yeah. as a multi passionate person that's got all these ideas or something it's like well here's here's how I organize things because I think people yeah. would find that very useful too um, yeah because I I'll have like family or friends look at my Asana and they're like whoa like they're yeah. <laughs> what is this you know and then I start explaining everything and they're just like so amazed they're like wow this is amazing like can you do this for my life and then I get on a tab because I have one for like my own personal stuff Mm -hmm. and they're like just 10 times even more like just amazed but um yeah yeah, I really love everything that you said I think I mean I can see myself like a leadership role so Mm -hmm. you know maybe that can be like in the future but I'm just, I guess, you know, part of me being scared of um, 
having an agency because that's something like it is a lot to think about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I'm, you wouldn't need to step into you wouldn't need to do it at all if you really didn't want to, but you wouldn't yeah. need to do it any sooner than felt right either. So right. like it's not something that you would have to be like, all right, OK, we're going to do this for a year and then start an agency next year. It's like a, a lot of people that start agencies kind of fall into them by the fact that like they're doing one service for someone. And then it just so happens that they need to do something else. So they're just like, well, I know this person. I'll just kind of outsource through them and provide it. And then it just yeah. kind of happens by chance a lot of times. <laughs> like one of my clients, I think, does like a web is a web design agency. And she's not even a web designer. She's, she's more project management and just kind of fell into like a web design agency on this exact same route where she was like, well, I was providing this stuff. And then I just kind of found someone to help do a website. And now I have an agency. Here we are. Awesome. <laughs> it might be that it that's kind of the direction it ends up yeah. going. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely not something that you need to focus on anytime soon, though, right? Like like focusing on getting comfortable with this. Like you've got these three things and it's like, that, let's get comfortable getting the regular stuff happening, yeah. getting you doing work that you're enjoying that isn't like <laughs> causing you to crash and burn every couple months yeah. because it's too much or stuff you don't like doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So it sounds like you definitely keen to focus mostly on getting this, like the project management services be, being the focus. And you've got some ideas for like either free things that you can use like lead magnets, or you've got some questions and some research that you can do for content. Um, so yeah, I think part of it, so you're saying let's, I, I brought up your Instagram as well so that I could have nosy at that while we were talking in terms of like launching so is instagram the kind of main the main platform that you're wanting to, use um, to promote stuff like what what are your thoughts on that so i've been actually getting clients and promoting through facebook groups i have okay. not really had that much luck with my instagram um and the thing is i really don't like social media at all right <laughs> um it's very time consuming yeah. and um i mean i have my personal instagram and i hardly post on there but right. um I, I like the fact of like Instagram, like people can just like go through my stuff and like see what I'm about. Like that's why I like Instagram, like the idea of yeah. Instagram versus like Facebook groups. I'm constantly having to out outreach to people. You yeah. Know? And so yeah. that's why I'm trying to go in the direction of Instagram versus Facebook groups. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. So I don't know if that answered your question or not. Yeah, no, it does. Yeah, because it's um because all platforms are although they all seem to be the same thing these days because everyone's just copying each other but they are they are they do still have their own distinct kind of personalities so to speak and I do feel I don't I do feel like a lot of people prefer Instagram for that because it's it's like you're you kind of control it well you control it a little bit more than other platforms in a sense that it's it's your thing you don't have to follow the rules of other people's Facebook groups and stuff like that it's yeah. just like I can just post my stuff do my thing and go from there I, I kind of clumped like the project management as like an accountability coach um uh so that itself is kind of like should I do it both together or one or the other or um good question yeah. I based on what we've been talking about it doesn't sound like an accountability coach to me I feel like that's quite distinct I think that if people if you're looking to do project management stuff and you uh, label yourself as an accountability coach that you're not going to attract the right people because I think the people I think that people because like we said it's it's almost more of a kind of consultant position 
in a way, um, because you will be still providing them with some expertise and feedback and helping them with like actual specific practical things rather than just answering questions, which is more what coaching is. Yeah. And so I feel like if as a business person, if I was like, OK, I really need someone to come help me <laughs> just organize my life because I hate project management. It's like the worst thing in the world. I used to be a project manager and I, oh. I just I hated it. So <laughs> like. So for me, it's like, yeah, I would need someone to come do project management and I would not look for an accountability coach. It's a very yes. different thing in my head for that. Okay. So. so I probably have to change that then on the website because I think I think I mentioned it, but. Um, yeah. Um, OK, so for like the launching, I guess. Like a, a funnel for that launching, I guess, would be promote it on my Instagram. And obviously having like a CTA to my website or to my honey book, whatever it is that they want to. Yeah. And then. Um, and e or even just a DM as well and start a conversation there, which sometimes people prefer because it's a little easier. But yeah, like you could or you could try a variety of different CTAs across yeah. different posts and see which people like respond better to as well, because there's there's no one right way to do it. Some people much prefer just directing to DMs and some people like, no, right. just, just book a call. We'll deal with it then. Yeah. So you can kind of test things out and see which, um, which you'd prefer. Um, yeah. So in terms of like, it's, it's a little, it's a less traditional launch in the sense of like, it's not like you've got a program and it's not like you're doing like a sequence of things, but there's still a lot that you could and it's not like you're starting necessarily with a freebie, although this could be potentially a good, a, a fun time to try out a freebie or to create yeah. some some sort of free guide as well to to kind of kick the launch off in a sense, right? Because you could yeah. you could be like, okay, you know, like this is the this this is the package that you're committing to, kind of focusing promoting on, or at least for the launch, this is what you're kind of relaunching. Is this yeah. project management package, however you decide to call it at the end of the day because we've talked about lots of different things however yeah. whatever feels best to you go with that um so you could kick it off with some with a free guide on like one of the project management tools or yeah. an seo something i think that one of the project management tools probably would make be the most fitting for the launch and then maybe come back to the seo um idea in, like in in a yeah. little bit i think it's, yes i think it fits better based on like really targeting in on that particular area um do you um the other question then in terms of if you're going to go down the route of providing free things and products and stuff do you have an email list that you have or are you going to that, build that's what i've wanted to build yeah and yeah. that's the thing like how like how should i build it out should i because i love flowdesk i used to use flowdesk for my other clients before and i love flowdesk but you know you have to pay for it um okay. and so it's kind of like since I'm starting at zero subscribers, should I, you know, invest in Flowdesk and then work my way up? And then, because I know that's another way for me to like funnel in my like lead magnets and yeah. service pages and all of that other stuff. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I personally love Flowdesk. I use Flowdesk. I went away from it for a little bit and I was like, no, I hate everything else. I'm coming back yeah. to Flowdesk. Um, <laughs> it's so good. I love it. Um, and, and it's not super expensive because you can still get the first year 50% off. So it's like, you can still get it for like $19 a month for like a year. And by the time you've hit a year mark, then in theory, like your business should be thriving to the point where <laughs> the extra increase yeah. in price you wouldn't notice. Um, right. and it's developed even so much since like over the last like six months or a year as well. Like it's, which is great. I, I love it. I think I, 
my issue with the other plat because there's a lot of platforms that start for free and they're just so restrictive yeah. like i i think i tried out a couple when i was starting and it was like okay so you can have one landing page um mm -hmm. with one template you don't even get much of a choice over how to do it and then you can have one email that automates after it so you can't even set up a full sequence and everything else you just have to send out at a time and it's like what is this this sucks yeah <laughs> and, and, so and i also feel like they're all like it's not easy for you to get to things too. Like, I don't know if, you, if you've dealt with that, but yeah. And that's why I love Flowdesk because it's yeah. super simple. It's easy. Like if I'm not doing it, somebody else can do it for me. You know, and I think that's the, the simplicity for me. Is the th I think for me as well, the thing was like, I know what I'm paying for it. Whereas with the other platforms, it's suddenly like, oh, if you send too many emails, you're going to get billed extra money or whatever. And it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to worry about that. Like that just sure. seems like a headache that I don't need. So, um, yeah, I mean, Flowdesk is always going to be my recommendation because even if you're starting out from zero, like, because that's what I did. It was the first one that I used when I, after trying out a few things, I was like, I can't deal with this. I give up. I'm just going to pay for Flowdesk and deal with it. Um, yeah. And so I started there on with zero and have built it slowly from there as well. So I've, I've not had, like, that was just a, a decision I decided to make for like business expenses. Um, but yeah, and I think it would work. Yeah, it's it's lovely. I think it, it suits your brand as well because it's very beautiful. And if you are going to, if you do decide you're going to focus in on like the wedding industry, then the fact that it is a bit more like artistic uh, as a, as a like email provider <laughs> will probably yeah. favor it very well anyway, because it's like, it kind of fits into their, their aesthetic. And it's like, okay, so you can kind of like meet them where they're at type thing as well but it is it is just personal preference there are lots out there that are great and there are some free ones there are some cheap ones there are some very expensive ones that <laughs> nobody really needs unless yeah. you're a big company but yeah i would i would just go with it if personally um but you don't have to you know you don't have to do your own research and see what feels best yeah. if you like it and you know that it's going to be easy for you to use then that's a huge plus because you're yeah. not going to have to like deal with learning a new system or trying to navigate something that's right. a bit like half functional because <laughs> right but i guess like if i'm starting at zero what would be like the best method to get subscribers because i mean if i'm also starting zero on my instagram i guess going into these facebook groups and promoting there it's, i like so, that that comes up to mind like I don't yeah know. it's free like the free trainings and or free guides are going to be the best way to do it because it gets people interested and then you can provide them like like with every funnel right you can provide them with more information once you actually get them into your emails and if you're saying that you're not a huge fan of social media anyway then maybe focusing on an email list is a better direction because then all you need to do is promote the free stuff and then you can really do all that nurturing in your inbox where you've got control over everything pretty much that route that route definitely lends itself more towards packages or coaching or courses and i i know that people will do it well with service provision um, as well but i'm just not sure because it's just not something that like especially for my like all, all the clients that i've i've helped do funnels for have been more on the coaching side of things so because yeah. that's the thing that they're doing that's the direction that i'm kind of going with my business so it kind of works out that way for me so that's just the only thing to consider um but you can make it work like there'll be yeah. you can definitely make things work well it's just something to consider to just be conscious of as you're like developing down that yeah, route. I can see that being an issue because um like you said a lot of the times like when you're opening a newsletter I think it's yes they are promoting a service but a lot of the times it's like coaching you know mm -hmm. or like 
suggesting tips or something. And I think that's what like really gets person in it into yeah. it. Um, because I've like, now that you mentioned that I haven't really seen like a service provider using the newsletter that much, you know? Yeah, um, you can do, you could focus in on like, once you have clients, I'd focus in on case studies. Okay. Um, it would be a good thing to do because uh, like, cause it's the same route that like coaches would take with testimonials, but just do a case study in terms of here's a project that I did, you know? And it, and if you were, I, I don't, I, Again, I don't know how you would work this necessarily with the packages. It would just take a little bit more time to, I'm uh, sorry, with the project management package, it would just take a bit of, a bit more time to think through it. Yeah. But like if for you, for example, you were promoting the one-time projects and you could almost use your email list as your portfolio, right? So like every month you could feature a project that you've done and say, you know, like this month's feature is this client and this is what we, this is what we did together. And here's the, if you have a before, you could show a before, but if just like, here's the result. Um, so you could do things like that um, in your email list. But yeah, it's like email lists are going to be like 70% like providing information and value to people, like as as with yeah. pretty much all platforms. So it's it's still going to have to follow the same rules of like on social media, you're posting a lot of <laughs> fun things and free things to just connect with people. So yeah. it's the same idea, but it's just in a different format. And if you like writing anyway, um, it, might, it might be a better outlet, an outlet for you. Yeah, because that's the direction that I decided. I was like, yeah, I I, I hate social media too. <laughs> so I'm basically yeah. my social media basically just signposts to. It's like most of the stuff that I will have on my social media now are all going to point to my podcast, and my podcast is then going to point to my emails, and emails yeah. are really where I'm going to spend time connecting with people, because right. that's just what makes sense to me. So it's just like that's so yeah, all of that to say, <laughs> like as you're as you're kind of thinking about how you want to do this for yourself, it is having that having that pathway in mind is useful because you can't you can't actively show up in all of the places all of the time because it's just too much effort this is why we hate social media <laughs> and the end of the day right it's just too much so the, the yeah. for me what i'm what i'm now testing out is using social media to funnel into the places that i actually want to spend time in so yeah. promoting like i will share like i have a facebook group right so i will i will try and filter people into the facebook group in, on occasion and that's where i provide free things it's like hey do you want this training or do you want this thing and they'll hop on my email list from there sometimes I will go into other Facebook groups and promote things I do that less often because I can't be bothered keeping track of the rules and <laughs> so many groups are now like pay to promote and I'm not paying to promote stuff so it's a little trickier now than it used to be and um, when less groups were focused on the pay to promote method and it just seems like the last year is like every single big group now is like you can't promote unless you pay us money it's like okay yeah. fine but it's becoming about the money and I mean like which I understand you know yeah. but at the same time it's like like you know mentorship isn't the same what it used to be back then a lot yeah. of when you had a mentor it was free you know a lot of people yeah. would would do that for free you know yeah um, so yeah, <laughs> but yeah. everybody's Which is, in a different direction now. I know it's it's interesting to watch, but that's another reason that Instagram then might be a better platform to lean into because you can you can just promote stuff as and whenever you want because it's your it's your platform and your page and Instagram doesn't care. I mean that to a degree they'll care because they're not gonna you're not gonna get the same reach unless you pay them to do advertising. But like Instagram's like if you if you really nail Instagram, like it it can work so so well for people sure. you know, like people will do their whole business just on instagram and like make six seven figures just on instagram and like obviously at the top end they've got a team helping them out but like <laughs> like you can just do the whole thing on there as well it just takes a bit of strategy that i don't know much about because i use instagram but i am not an instagram expert so there's a yeah. lot there are a yeah. lot of good strategies out there that i just haven't 
executed myself because I was a bit too lazy or it just didn't really suit what I wanted to do. Um, so definitely like I would look into that because yeah, it's like if you, cause then the idea would be that your content would then kind of do a bit of that education piece, maybe a little less education because you're not focusing so much on beginners, but more that kind of next stage up. So it's a little less yeah. educational, but still somewhat kind of signposting and educational to a degree. And then, but you're really directing them towards your, your free stuff, your trainings, your, whatever it is that you create your guides. If you create like, you could even create like little training videos to like walk through how to set up your Asana or something like that. Right. Yeah. Like those kinds of things that are going to be super interesting to people. And then that's going to direct them into the emails, which is where you're going to then maybe do most of your nurturing because you've got a bit more space. You've got more freedom. You don't have a word limit. You can kind of just write whatever you want, however you want. And you can provide links directly in the emails, which is much easier than trying to like go to the link in my bio. It's like, how many times do people actually do that? I don't know. Yeah. They will for free things. They won't necessarily do it to book a call um, because it's it's like more it's more difficult of a step in their in their minds than like okay yeah I'll go I'll go get I'll go download something for free but it's like oh I have to go book a call I'm not really ready to book a call right now I'll come back to it and then by then the post is lost or they've forgotten yeah so that might be a pathway but yeah just thinking of that pathway would be then like the best step in terms of having a launch I suppose because then once you've got that pathway down and you know where you're taking people to then it's just a case of providing or creating a set of posts that kind of launch it I suppose right just like hey here's the thing like I have this new thing um you could if you wanted to take a bit more time and set up the email list and the freebies and stuff first you could you could also just decide to do that later and just do some posts launching the new package and educating on that and just kind of putting it out there it kind of just depends on your your timeline and your preference I suppose for what you prefer so you could probably do either of those options um I mean, you do both, I suppose. It's just the order that you decide to do that most of the right? Yeah. Yeah, I love this. Thank you so much um, for taking the time and everything was really great and very informative. And I think I have a little bit more clarity as to what to do and how to launch. And um, because, yeah, I was just like, do this, do this, do this and that. And yeah, it just helps knowing that somebody else has been there and has done that before. Yeah. And- just yeah I really appreciate and just having another brain to kind of walk through all the bits and pieces is super super helpful sometimes too right yeah yeah well I'm excited like let me tell me tell me as it's as it's happening or what you're thinking I'd love to be updated yeah and you could totally share about it in my group too as well just like hey we have these free things like I do it you might as well right (laughs) thank you thank you no worries well I will talk to you in (laughs) messages in soon in the virtual space (laughs) have a lovely rest of your week thank you you too take care bye if you enjoyed today's episode head over to apple podcasts and leave me a review this is the only way i know you're actually liking the show plus i love getting to hear from you and every message brings me so much joy If you're ready to master your messaging, serve your audience well, and make deep connections online that will actually turn into paying clients, you're invited to join my free seven-day Sell on Socials Challenge. In just seven days, I'll walk you through how to get clarity on the three most important aspects of your messaging and how to work with social media to build a business that actually makes you money. 
This free challenge includes 30 days of content ideas, so you can put what you learn into practice. Sign up at sarahbeisel.com slash socials. I'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye.